0: Everyone has been really kind to me as, as the show approached And everyone has been coming up to me saying Hey Bill, you gonna sing one of them Best Picture medleys like you always do? And the answer is,
1: yeah It's a watchable night for Oscar, Oscar, Oscar
0: Who will win? The five pictures nominated for Best Picture are, are You talking to me? Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? Then well, who the hell else are you talking to? talking to me? Oh, funny how. It'd be mean, funny. if I don't clown. You too? I'm Peter Vinkler. We
1: all go a little mad sometimes. My doesn't step down in this time. i little bit of a brain tumor. Hot. I'm kind of a big deal. The first is do not call me about life. Yeah, baby! Baby, what's <laughs> up?
0: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle The Oscars!
1: So let's talk about snubs and the Oscars. Let's. Are you sure you're ready for this? Go for it. Okay. Okay, so Interstellar has been snubbed despite getting... It's got got the technical um, nominations. Yeah. Uh, But if you compare it to Gravity and how it has been so far removed... Um, I'm surprised that Interstellar has been shoved away, it's, and, I, and I wonder if gravity ha- is the reason why um, that the academy seems to have this problem with having. Oh, we did this last year. Yeah, so we. Can't. We can't do it this year. Yeah, it's like they have, they, they, I had spaghetti bolognese last night. How could I possibly eat spaghetti bolognese tonight? It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Leftovers. <laughs> <Okay>. So. <laughs> Um, that's my, uh, impression of the Academy. <laughs> this obnoxious old man. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: just smoking cigars and eating steak. I can't steak. believe
1: they can't get the steak right. <laughs> I said medium rare! What do you mean it's a horseshoe gammon? Does that mean it's not a steak? It looks like a slice to me. i oh, it's British as well. I'm British as <laughs> well. Okay, so if you look at Gravity, it had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten nominations. And it swept the board, and it, it it didn't win Best Picture, but it won Best Director, and and uh, and the rest of the you know, the technical awards. Right, Interstellar, Best Original Score. Um, now Gravity won that. Um, but Best Sound Editing, Sound Mixing, Production Design, and Visual Effects. It has got nothing in there to say that that the performances were worth looking at, mm-hmm. that the directing was worth looking at, but the the actual overall picture itself it was was less of a film than gravity yeah and i find that incredible considering what gravity really was yeah just sandra bullock floating in space with george clooney yeah but i think that that is the inherent the thing about you know films with george clooney work always mm. the descendants oceans 11 12 13 14 15, 14, 15 i don't know why i mentioned the oceans films they weren't really nominated for <laughs> anything yeah, well you know the, the ones that we the, the descendants and good good night and good luck mm. uh, if george clooney was not assigned to those movies would they have actually been seen at, at the Oscars yeah. at all? um so but interstellar I'm, I'm just surprised really am very surprised um at least should have got a nod for best director yeah, exactly. Nolan did a lot of uh, did a lot of work to to, yeah. to make Practical that
0: show. Effects. He shot in thirty three mils.
1: Yeah, he didn't use digital. Yeah, you know. So, so t- technically and physically, there was a lot. I feel as though there was a lot more going on mm. in Interstellar. Yeah. Um, performance-wise as well.
0: So it must be. Gravity did so well last year. We can't have another space film.
1: I had horseshoe Gavin in this restaurant last night, Are you telling me that they don't have any steaks left? Feel you... sorry for his wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. But incidentally, <laughs> when did that come out? <laughs> Two thousand and one, a space odyssey, right? Yeah. Um, had four nominations back in the day, and we can. I'm saying this because you know, Interstellar was very much uh, you know is mostly been compared to 2001 yeah, yeah. when Gravity came out was there any other com- comparison with anything else but I don't think it was I don't think there was no, I don't think so. compared to
0: I think where Gravity was better than Interstellar was Mm -hmm. how they advertised it before it came out.
1: Ah, so it was. The trailers
0: were really. You got that sense of isolation, you know, the the thing hits and all of a sudden she's on her own just spinning into space. You think, oh my god, that looks incredible. But when you actually watch it, you're like, oh, right.
1: Yeah, the, 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 the preamble and the. Yeah, I mean. There, there are many reasons why films are snubs and snubbed, and we can kind of just touch upon that in a few minutes. But 2001: uh, A Space Odyssey won for best visual effects. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, absolutely. But didn't get anything for best director, even though you know you should always give it to Stanley Kubrick because he makes a movie every ten years. Yeah. And even he though was, he's
0: dead, he should still win Oscar. He should still
1: win freaking Oscars. Original screenplay, uh, yeah, it, it got nominated but didn't win. It does not okay. really have much of a screenplay, does it? It had a lot of yeah. Um, best art direction again. That's a part of the visual effects. I think it's you know, it, you know, but didn't have anything to do with acting. Acting was of course mechanical because it didn't have that much to, to work with. However, it, it is funny to say that in the same year of 2001, a space Odyssey, there was Planet of the Apes, nice. and um, they gave a an honorary award. Uh, to John Chambers for the um, makeup that work that he did for Planet of the Apes. Okay. Okay. For the makeup, because it, the makeup was so good in Planet of the Apes. Uh, now, Arthur C. Clarke has a musing about this. He says that uh, he, he wondered as loudly as possible whether the judges had passed over 2001 because they thought that they had used real ape
0: men. How do you wonder loud?
1: I wonder loudly. Right, right, I'm, I'm going to try. Can.
0: I'm going to try and wonder loudly. Right?
1: You ready? <laughs> Do you hear anything? <laughs> I think I think "wonder loudly" basically means. Yeah, I, know, um, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> 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 Would you like me to explain it? <laughs> I have butter on my peas. I've never had butter on my peas. No, sorry. <laughs> and then, my God, they went out dancing. <laughs> After all that steak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. E. Clark,
1: uh, no. <laughs> yeah. he, he wondered very loudly. Basically, he he just let his thoughts out loud. You know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah, Interstellar snub. Do you agree with that that it has been snubbed? I do, absolutely. And, and is... another
0: film, I believe, been snubbed.
1: What was that? Selma. Selma. Yeah, and that's that's quite I controversial. A, I just
0: give you a link then.
1: Yeah, you did. That was a kind of a, a segue, if you will. yes yeah. Um, because it seems to be a, an extremely strong film. Um. It, it's it's very controversial territory. What is the snub? I mean, it's, I, I get a strange feeling about a movie that that was given a nod for best picture, mm. but not given a nod for best direction.
0: Yeah,
1: it's very strange, and it, and it, and it happens very rarely. However, it happens very commonly with women directors, like uh, Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, we did um, a... the Hurt Locker. The it? Hurt Locker. Yeah. She she was. She was nominated for The Hurt mm. Locker, but uh, there have been other films that she's done where Best Picture has has been there, but Director hasn't. Right. Sophia Coppola, Lost in Translation, yeah, was another no, example mm. where where the film was nominated, but she, as a director, wasn't. So there is this kind of a, a feeling, a, this underbelly feeling of, of sexism. Do you think there's any women on the Academy? Excuse um, <laughs> me. They- this, uh, no, it's an emotional thing. Not having women on the academy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are. Okay. But I don't know who they are. I don't know who is. Is, is Nicole Kidman on the academy? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I, I do kind of get this feeling that um, I mean, um, Selma was directed by um, by a, a female actor a female director, whose name is. <laughs> Oh, this paper. Oh, this paper. What am I going to do? There we go. Uh, Ava. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> help me. <laughs> help me. Hi, this is uh, Stephen in the future. Um, I'm obviously making a complete balls-up of this, uh, this um, reference to women not getting um, nominated for director albeit their pictures being nominated for Best Picture. And I'm here to report that there are actually nine women, that Ava DuVernay is actually the, the ninth woman who is snubbed for the Best Director for a Best Picture nominee. The other eight include Rander Haynes, Children of a Lesser God, 1986, Barbara Streisand, Prince of Tides, 1991, Valerie Ferris, co-directed with Jonathan Dayton, The Little Miss Sunshine, Loveline Tandon, Danny Boyle's co-director in India, um, he won the award, of course. Then that Slumdog Millionaire, Lone um, Scherfig, an education in two thousand and nine, Lisa Cholodenko, Cholodenko, Lisa Cholodenko, the kids are all right, two thousand and ten, Deborah Granik in Winter's Bone, and Catherine Bigelow for Zero Dark Thirty. It's interesting to note that only four women have actually earned nominations for Best Director in the History of the Ceremony. That's Lena Wertmüller for Seven Beauties, 1976, Jane Campion for The Piano, Sophia Coppola for Lust in Translation, Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker. Bigelow is the only woman to have won the award. Thank you very much back to past Steve, and may he bumble through this episode with a little bit more decorum, now that I have gone back and fixed this for him. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why Selma wasn't. I mean, people were saying that Selma was given Best Picture because it was a token thing, because there weren't any black uh, films. Do you
0: know that they couldn't use Martin Luther's actual speeches? No. Because Steven Spielberg has the rights to them?
1: And he refused to let them...
0: He, he he has the rights to yeah. uh, if he ever wants to make a Martin Luther King project in the future. He's bought the rights to them because he's Steven Spielberg and has a lot of money. Yeah. So all the big speeches that are given in Selma are just in the vein of them, but not actual things he ever Martin Luther King ever this, said. This is kind of thing, that, isn't it?
1: It its interesting because that that's a very unusual thing for him to to do and to be. There's someone who will who will stop an African American. Director from using the real material and says, and they must have gone to him and asked yeah. him for permission. Going to the racist thing, and maybe
0: not as much with the academy. I know you've got a lot to say about that, but yeah. it's been very well documented that it is quite rife in Britain. Yeah. That yeah. you know, um, non-white actors find it very difficult to get parts. That's why they go over to America yeah, to get the exactly. big parts because the the actor David. Ayaloa? David Ayaloa, yeah. Who plays Martin Luther King is British.
1: Yes. And I don't think... And I think America kind of gets very hyped up about the, the, the how thick the racism is in, in their own country mm. because they feel as though that maybe they they earned... The ability to point it out—that Yeah. That it's an earned, it's 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 their right to be able to say when it's happening—and yet over here it's kind of like mm, we don't really talk about it. It's it's there, but it's just not really.
0: So, so, do you think the reason Selma's been snubbed is the same reason that Interstellar's been snubbed because twelve years of slave did so well last year?
1: Yeah, there is that possibility. I mean, that I think that uh, there is there are so many things that happen around the film. Before it it, actually gets given to the Academy to say that to get their vote to then put it into the list of nominees. Mm. Uh, Such a thing is, you know, there is a time, um, there is a deadline for these films to be submitted. I believe it was October 31st. Um, You know, did it receive limited exposure at the distribution um, and only truly became a nationwide release across the US long after that deadline of 31st of October? Has passed. Selma was actually released nationwide after that date. Right. Um, so the fact that it actually got best picture nomination was was incredible, and also best song because it, it had already gone past that date. Right. So, so do you think they
0: might have put it in the in the fear that everyone's going to say the Academy is being racist for not including? And it? because
1: Selma is such a big film about black uh, racial history yeah. and about the uh, the uh, the civil rights movement so uh, is it because yeah um you know history remembers it um, to be a shared event whereas it has always been and still is a black only fight um we only jumped in the white um nation only jumped in when it became uh, unsafe to not do so or became popular to support it right. so that there is kind of like a you know do we or don't we kind of thing um so is it direct racism which I, I think I, I think it's ridiculous that it's direct racism, because don't forget the last year's nine nominated for you know the nine nominations for Twelve Years a Slave. Okay, that was last year, yeah. and then you've got to remember that they had um, Oscars for actors and actresses nominations as well, quite thick and heavy over the last decade. Mm. You know, you got the Help, you've got Ray, you've got Precious, um, you've got Girls and Captain Phillips so many strong black performances and then they've dominated for the whole ten years so as soon as they actually have a year where there aren't any faces that they want to see uh, nominated, all of a sudden racism card. So I do feel as though that that is uh, it, it's it's a very quick assumption, that's like saying that your house is haunted just because an object moved Yeah, you know, you can't just assume that you've got to look at everything and kind of make a decision that there might be money involved or it might just be People just love to jump on that bandwagon, though, don't they? Yeah, and I think that uh, sometimes they don't get the screeners out in time. Yeah, a film might not actually send screeners to the guild; it might send it to the actual Academy voters, to the to the BAFTA voters. But the guild is also there to do the voting and to actually to ensure to make a decision about which films are nominated so what if they don't get the screeners to all the right people what if they don't even send screeners out at all mm. i don't know you know it, it depends but yeah. um you know they're, they're, but to be honest when you actually start saying that it is about ration i think we need to get over it and, and so what the all all acting nominations are white the question should be uh why are we still dividing the the human race according to color there still is the uh, the black movie awards. Can you imagine if you ever had white movie awards? Exactly, and this is my point. I mean, I, I, I don't like the idea of division. I don't like the idea of division, and I kind of feel as though that you can't have your cake and eat it at the same time. Yeah. You can't just say say I want to be a part of the, a part of what about part of everything as one race, and then have your own award ceremony. Mm. Um, But they feel as though, like I say, there is an entitlement. To be honest, I mean, it's it's blurry and it's it's messy, and I don't I don't like talking about it. I don't, you know, I have, I have the utmost respect for anybody who is an actor, regardless of colour, and I, I don't really need to even say that. That's kind of one of those things that I can't stand. That's, it
0: doesn't even come. It doesn't even come up. It doesn't. It's not even a thought in my head yeah. for everything. Th- oh, they've not got that because of the black, they've not got that because of the white, they've not got that because of yeah, oh, the Korean. just saying, the others there. might have been better than fine.
1: Exactly. You know, it's just an award ceremony. Mm. And I think that there are so, so many films that probably didn't get nominated because they just simply weren't on the, uh, you know, they just weren't on the board.
0: But I do go with Wesley Snipes in Passion 57, Always Bet on Black. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it it has been you know. It's been said that uh, there are many many snubs for the uh, for both acting for directing for films in general as well. I've got a list Go right now it. of uh, of the the, the human, human race, race, race of, of snubs. snubs. Okay. So I'm not talking about any any segregation or any type of, of skin color here. This is everybody. This is what everybody should do. This is everybody. Good. Go for it. Okay not in any order I've got Birdman fulfilled editing that was missed right we feel I feel as though that that could have been worthy of a nomination absolutely um Angelina Jolie's directing for Unbroken um I think was was very very strong I think that uh, if if she made those decisions herself that I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty amazed and and quite in awe of, of, of her ability to do that right okay um a part of me kind of does feel that how much help do they get behind the camera? Dire- you know, New directors all who are actors quite often have a lot of support. And Yeah, and it's always they are about the picking people.
0: the right DP as well. But, like that.
1: but she, <laughs> re- so if she surrounds herself with the right people then demonstrate she deserves to, to yeah. come out with some sort of an award for it. Um, Jake um, for Nightcrawler. for Nightcrawler. As soon as I saw him I saw that sickly Even, face he's and incredible I thought in that film. he kept that that. It, but it was not just about the fact that he was able to just be that character he was able to be consistent mm. as that character creepy guy yeah absolutely bloody hell yeah but I think Nightcrawler as a film has been snubbed
0: because mm-hmm.
1: very much so and I have uh, I've said that uh, Nightcrawler in general I mean, I mean but I think it's all the performances I mean René Russo Riz Ahmed yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all three of those performances as a triangle, as, as a you know, perfect triangle of, of, of work. There. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it, going back to Jake Gyllenhaal, is that moment where he's in the car and um, Riz Ahmed has just been saying his thing about his bonus, and uh, and he, Jake Gyllenhaal just turns around and he looks at him, and there's this, this deadness in his eyes. Straight away, I knew he's going—he's either going to kill him. He's gonna allow himself to get killed. Allow yeah. him to get killed. He's gonna get rid of him. He's getting rid of that guy very soon. And I just, I just sat there at the edge of my seat, waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And I was like, Shh, yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 really a tough movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just sociopathism. It? Okay, so we got Chadwick Bosman for as James Brown. Get on up. Yeah, He's, yeah. Very good. I mean, that is a that. An oddball character. I mean, James Brown was was nuts as as a person off stage and, and on stage. He was very over over energetic character. Yeah, and but to but be able, able to amazing, he had isn't to learn it? how to dance for that role. He wasn't yeah. yeah. a dancer, but it wasn't. But an... he does it. He's amazing. But it's not even dancing. It's it's James Brown's. James Brown invented his own thing. He he did his own thing. I mean, that's not something that you can just fall into easily. No, you know you don't. Oh, I love James Brown. Yeah, I love it, and it's Look so energetic. Fun. Such yeah. a brilliant performance. There is other talent that we're missing out on. Jennifer Aniston, Cake. Yeah. Have you seen the the, the um, trailer for that? I've seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that she. she there's she's got this, a
0: critical praise for. It.
1: There's a shred of Jennifer Aniston-y kind of feel. There's no friends in there. No. <laughs> it's, she's really? Oh man.
0: Uh, I am shocked you were not nominated for an Oscar, and I, everyone else is. The, the feat, it, it actually has to feel good because there are so many people talking about the fact that you didn't get nominated. That right. in itself has to be a win for you because yeah, people are shocked. I, I'm the number one snubbed. Yeah, you're the number one snub. <laughs> that's that, the silver lining. That's what it is. Right? But listen, if you. It hasn't even come out. Well, I—that's the crazy thing. I mean, even Critics' Choice, the, we
1: we, we I, we're so shocked and amazed that oh, we Chris, have got gotten... Critics' Choice Award too. Yes. That, that, we, that we have had this much love at all for a movie that isn't even
0: hasn't even been released yet. That well, it's a brilliant. When I saw it, I immediately texted you sure that it, Portia and I were like blown away because you really disappeared and mm-hmm. I did not see my friend Jen at all in this. I got to tell you, it's
1: what's so, been so incredible is the amount of people that have come out to me, with who are suffering with chronic pain and in this same situation, and it's 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 unbelievable how much positivity that's bringing to those who are kind of silently suffering, and I think it's it's a beautiful, hopeful movie.
0: Yeah, when she wants to, she can really pull out a performance, can't she?
1: Yeah, and I think that that's going to be the first. Of many, and I think that she's gonna kind of keep pushing that envelope, and then people are gonna feel sorry for not giving her an award mm-hmm. for cake. Well, have Would you ever you seen know? The Good Girl? <laughs> she's good in that, she's too. very good in Jake yeah. Jill it, isn't it? Yes, yes, he is. So, you know, I, I mean, I don't know why the Academy are missing her like that, they're, they're kind of skipping out on her. I don't know why.
0: There's no excuse if they're giving, um,
1: uh, what's his face? Who? Who? There's, there's a lot. Not to be honest, this is a very difficult podcast. We've got a lot of films, it's the, a lot of names. I know, everything. and it's the heat as well. You know, the which humidity, is really hot in Israel, and you're feeling a bit nervous. I know. There's What's uh, the bloody um, film? the you... Crowd gathering outside. Oh, I hope it's not the Spice Girls. Or well, the
0: uh, Muslim equivalent of the Spice Girls.
1: They'd just be called the girls. Spice. Steve Carell, there we go. Steve Carell, what did he why did
0: I a think of his name? <laughs> just saying, because there's no excuse from that point. Because Steve Carell primarily is a comic actor.
1: Yeah.
0: As is Jennifer Aniston.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they both
0: done something very different. And so. I think
1: Jennifer Aniston's already done films that I mean, she okay, she's done a lot of uh, uh, you know chick flicks as we call air on air quote. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's 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 got grit. She has got grit and she's got. She kind of reminds me of Barbara Streisand in that way. That she can do that. Mm. She can go deep. And she can she can look at you and make you feel like you've just what yourself. If Have you haven't seen
0: the um, Horrible Bosses film, she does go deep as well. Yeah? <laughs> it plays an Infomaniac in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barbara Streisand. No, no, Jennifer. Oh,
1: in Horrible Bosses? Yeah. right. I did not know she was in that. Yeah, yeah. The second one got panned. We watched it recently. It's really good. Really funny. They do get panned. I mean, I did mention Renée Rousseau. I mean, she's always... I, I kind of miss her because she was in the Lethal Weapon films, uh, one of the Lethal Weapon films, and she was in Outbreak. She yeah, but she was in two
0: of the Lethal Weapon films. Yeah. Was she, three and four. Ten,
1: three and four, yeah, yeah, she was. And and I, know I always found her to be enjoyable. So, but a lot of the um, a lot of the actors who you expect to see at the Academy Awards are starting to do television now.
0: A lot of actors, yeah, because I think television is now becoming a medium that's better than film for actors.
1: And it's been like that for about a decade, but it's taken a lot of the mainstream actors a while to kind of realize it. And I Mm. think that uh, films are now being owned by. um, There are Disney, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Everything's by owned by Disney, but there are fewer films being produced now um, mm. by the studios, that, and, and the majority of them are superhero films. Yeah, and I can imagine that the few actors out there are having problems adapting to the idea that. You uh,
0: have got a lot of actors who, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, sort of exactly. You know, and I think Benedict Robert... Cumberbatch is playing He's Doctor judging. Strange. You know.
1: He's joining him. I mean, it, it, um, even Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., he's always the kind of person who you'd think wouldn't just join him, but I he did. I think
0: it was Gwyneth Paltrow who actually convinced him to do
1: it. Really? But Gwyneth Paltrow was one of these people who I wouldn't have thought to be jumping on that wagon. Yeah,
0: well, I think basically said to, you know, he's, do you want to just keep on making films that no one sees or do you want to watch being something that everyone will see?
1: Yeah. And he yeah. thought...
0: It's never going to amount to anything he'll do it. <laughs> that was the highest paid actor in Hollywood, though
1: That's it. And, um, you know, a, a lot of actors are putting themselves... I mean, uh, he, Tom Cruise is he's, he's always going to be his own institution. Yeah. But Kevin Spacey is probably going to start leaning towards doing things that aren't necessarily... Well, he does House of Cards, doesn't he? Is it Netflix? Oh, he's, oh, he's, oh, he's moved to TV already, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon's moved to TV... Uh, James Spade, uh, David, no, James Spader yeah. has moved to TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So a, a lot of the people, I mean, Ron Perlman, he's gone to TV now. Yeah. Um, we could just keep on spewing <laughs> actors who are yeah, no longer. It's like the, the I think the new immemorian moment part of the Oscars should actually include uh, actors who are no longer making film, who have moved to television, yeah. and no longer with us. Sadly missed. Sadly missed. So what's this list? here, guys? This is just a list of all the um, Oscar noms. Um, how many of them were actually top ranks at the box office? Okay, go for it. So we got, we got. Um, let's just say for the for the last ten years, um, we've noticed that um, there are fewer and fewer box office hits on the top ranking of the top ten films are uh, uh, actually being recognised by the Academy. Okay. Outside of visual effects, of course. So, if you're looking at the box office this year, you know what um, number 10 was Interstellar? Right. And number 9 was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, You've got Captain America Winter Soldier, and you've got Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 3. And uh, and Days of Future Past, which of the films have been nominated for visual effects, Mm. or music, or the the kind of technical awards, generally, in the Oscars. Um, Nothing, and I say nothing has been given um, to Transformers Age of Extinction, which is the only film this year to actually know, over a billion. A billion! Right, I'm going you to... You're okay with this list? No, I'm not.
0: Transformers earned $1,087,404,499. That
1: film, that piece of shit Did film... It- you mean they didn't even round it up to 500 I mean one one more dollar and... yeah yeah I mean it hasn't been given any award nods Mark Wahlberg is, is, has not been nominated for best actor um, Michael Bay has he ever been nominated for an Academy Award I think Armageddon no I don't know I don't think he has Michael I hope not Pearl Harbor did he no no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he's ever. I mean, but look at that. I mean, did did they need the
0: Oscar nominations though? Because they made that much money. It's all about money. It's all about money. Yeah, Oscars is it's just laughable, really.
1: It's Oscars is just basically the uh, the thing that they have to to keep the business going mm-hmm. in your heart.
0: It's essentially a night to say, "Oh, look how how look at how pretty we are! Look what I'm wearing! Does look it, how does nice it, I am!"
1: Does it help us as viewers of cinema? Does it help us go back out there to watch more? I don't think so. Does it I think make... it helps the actors. If yeah. you you know the actors won an
0: Oscar, so then it, the world opens up to them.
1: I mean, the, the Oscars is one of the most viewed uh, broadcasts on the planet. It's one of them. It's right. you know, it's watched by over a billion people, um, and uh, yeah, and both of them are my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke, um, but yeah, and and so I think it, it is also about making money for uh, corporations, ABC, yeah. JC Revlon, uh, you name it, all the uh, the big advertisers. Um, the amount of press that they get as well. Um, it, it, it's it's making sure that people remember that it, it's all about Hollywood movies are made in Hollywood this is all about Hollywood this is where we all are this is where you've got to be this is where you need to put your attention
0: and how many of these films are run by the Disney big,
1: Yeah, Marvel Disney so, big...
0: so we've got Marvel so that's Disney yeah Captain America's D- Disney that is that is that is so five are the ten
1: lists of the most popular yeah films of the year are owned by Disney and so five five sevens um, because they're all over 700 seven hundred thousand that's uh, a heck of a lot 20, 28 30, 30 35 yeah that's 35 a b- b- billion Thirty-five billion. Thirty-five billion. Out of just those five films. Oh, no, hang on, that's not even right. <laughs> <laughs> three point five billion. 3 yeah, point, three point 5, five billion. Um, in profits, just for that, t- those just for those ten films alone. So we're, we're looking forward to watching the Oscars. Naturally, I don't think. Unless my son is up all night long, I think
0: um, on this occasion I will be watching it the day after.
1: Yeah, I'm, I think I'll just wait for it to just appear in somehow in the ether. Yeah, and just I'm, uh, I'm, grab it. Yeah, just grab it and watch it. Grab it and watch it. But I am going to watch the whole thing. You are. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I, I. The thing is, I still enjoy it, but you know, you always feel. I don't think
0: the Oscars inspire me. No to be a filmmaker I think that's just a constant
1: with me. that's always there but the, the, what this does is kind of make you feel copy. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know I, if anything it makes me feel Why? Don't I, I want to be the, the yeah man. it does it does it makes you feel bitter and, and jealous and, yeah. and envy and you, you start making sins. a hit list of all the yeah basically you become American Sniper yeah. and you are taking people out with your you know and from from, from a bit of a closer distance with your rifle of cynicism <laughs> Yeah, your rifle of cynicism <laughs> and then Clint Lincoln with is sitting right next to you going I told you yeah. what did I tell you punk I yeah. told you but uh, yeah I don't think I don't think it's gonna be uh I I, I, I enjoy it because it's just there and it's one night, and it's the glitz and glamour of exactly. filmmaking, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's um, it's I, Hollywood. Yeah, I, I, I want to see people falling over like Jennifer Lawrence did last year and the year before. Yeah, you know, I, I want to see. I, I want to hear what they say. I want. I want to hear the speeches, and I want to know. You know, I, you know, I want to know the quirkiness of these people when they're actually standing there in front of millions of their yeah. peers. I no, so, you,
0: so you're not going to watch it, obviously, because we have children and we need sleep. Yes. But when you actually get... Are you going to try and not see who's won? So when you finally get to watch it the day after, you oh, get to find out.
1: That's so difficult. Um...
0: That I mean turning off your Twitter feed.
1: Yeah, it is literally going to be blackout. Yeah. Blackout conditions. And we might as well just stay in Israel. <laughs> Until after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're in big trouble with the Weinsteins. Wow. That was gonna be our big break, man. That was our big break. That was gonna be what, what we're we gonna tell them. Going to tell them about our film CACO three. Well, you know what I mean. Good Do, short film. Yes, we've done this film about
0: Turing, Alan Turing. You know the mathematician who essentially won the world war for us, and that's what The Imitation Game is about. Yes. Why doesn't Why doesn't they make a film about Tesla? Tesla. Yeah, that's another scientist who did incredible, amazing things and was essentially ignored for his entire life.
1: Well, let's but, make a film about him now? But they have made two films about the Enigma machine. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that was, you know, they they so it's not the first time we've actually seen this guy, right? Is it the same guy? Alan Turing, is the Enigma machine, isn't yeah. It? It's the same, it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. You're right. I mean, there's are some. I many think people. the story out of
0: all everything, that's the best story. A man who helped save, essentially save the war, and you know life would be very different now if he hadn't created this machine.
1: Yeah,
0: and to then may and then to give him the option to have a a year in prison or chemical castration because he was gay. Yeah, there's that. That's and that's in pretty recent history. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. it's a horrible thing so that's the best story I think kind of all the films that we've made that is the best it's not the best film but I think that's the best story
1: best story to come out of, of yeah, that and, and, of, the, and the fact that the adversity and the fact that we, I mean, he was still punished for saving killed, the, he, the world he, from
0: exactly he, he killed himself because yeah. he, he couldn't go to prison because his life was his machines yeah he couldn't be away from them or he had no purpose but because of the chemical castration he couldn't work his machines anymore he was just shaking he killed himself yeah disgusting. So
1: let's end on an upbeat note. But then again it seems as though that a lot of these heroes that are in these films end up either dead or unable to you know well I say unable to function. The Stephen Hawkins is functioning more than he ever was. Yeah. Um, but the American sniper died. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, yeah, I, I, the
0: wrestler dies in Foxcatcher. Yes. Um, Michael Keaton, he dies.
1: Yeah, but that's, he's a fictional character, so it's not so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, so a lot of these films are very similar in their themes, mm. you know, that um, even though you are successful, it doesn't mean you're going to, you know, live a long, fruitful life. You know, mortality. it's mortality. Uh, this, this Oscars is about mortality more than anything, I think. Yeah. We should be all aware of it. um, As my dad said
0: to me when I was seven years old, there's only one thing you can count on in this world, and that one day you will die.
1: That's it.
0: Thanks, dad, for decades of therapy.
1: I don't know what to do now. That's really sad.
0: (laughs) You did say that to me when I was seven. Messed me up completely.
1: At least your, at least your dad said something. I, I don't know what my dad told me at all. I don't know. I think we should wrap this up. I think we should. One
0: thing, uh, just lastly, um, if the Oscars, they will, but if they don't do a, a big celebration of Robin Williams' life, I will write a letter
1: of complaint. They will do. I mean, they will do. It, it, it's Robin Williams, and I think that Billy Crystal uh, will probably be... Um, the person to do it, yeah, to, The person to do it. Either him or... Matt Damon hmm. somebody who's closely connected to him um, or yeah and um, you know we, we miss that guy we ought to do a podcast purely for him yeah one well, day
0: so we were going to talk about doing one of about
1: comedians yeah exactly and I think that uh, talking about him is you know yeah it's, it's going to be tough to watch the Memorial because usually that's when it becomes real yeah yeah
0: and for both of us it doesn't take much talk about Robin Williams until we start crying
1: strangely enough yeah it's yeah so we're still not ending on a high note Andy I think that's okay is that okay it's okay it's okay
0: we love you Robin Williams and let's try let's get back to the airport and try and make it home
1: yeah okay let's do it 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 let's
0: do it Neil Patrick Harris hosts the Oscars live Sunday February 22nd on ABC You know I'm going to take this opportunity to, to let the people know how they can contact our friends of frame by frame? They do that podcast, you thing. know, those
1: two guys. Yeah, they do the podcast. Okay, so how they the nice the the like of forest, which is a beautiful thing. Exactly, and so if you want to to, to, to do the communicating thing, you know, the social networking uh, thing. Yeah, you can yeah. Uh, you can tweet those guys tweet. at Frame by Frame seventy eight. If you'd like to go to the website, that will be www Roastedportions.com. Hey, hey, hey. You don't need to do the WW. It's implied that it's going to be the World Wide the Web. People need to know that. Okay, just go to Roastedportions.com, okay? You go down to the right hand side, you've got the social connections. You can you can talk to the people who do the show. You can even talk to uh, uh, the people who made that movie, you know, CACO3. Who'd want to talk to those mooks? I don't know, they made a pretty interesting movie, right? Well, it was in black and white. Yeah, black and white I yeah, like you know, that We like black and white because, And there's also some trees in that movie too Oh, trees It's like like being in a forest Which is a beautiful thing Other connections You can really get to know these people on YouTube as well And if you want to comment on their on their podcast I urge you to do that Okay. Yeah,
0: I think it is is a, a proper, really nice thing if people want to start contacting these Subscribe guys.
1: Subscribe to them and then comment. I mean, it's just just polite, you know. Also, you can email them at framebyframe seventy eight at gmail That's it. I think that's everything wrapped up. So, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and plant a tree somewhere. Okay, you go plant some trees. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, go and plant a tree. I'm gonna go tweet. You tweet. I'll plant a tree. It's us. We're out of here. Do you want to make a podcast and create another frame by frame? We are consistent with it every week. The future's bleak. It's anybody's game. We owe it to our fans now All twelve of them And both of them are my mom Do you want to make a podcast? You can even mention Spice Girls Sounds like fun